This is the death metal band, Rotting Bunny Flesh. We'd like to thank you for listening. Anyway, previously on Bad Role Models. Hey, Katya, check it out. This guy's another skin job. No. <laughs> what exactly is your, um, your uh, um, weakness? I forget. It, was it uh, narcissism? No. <laughs> it seems like you kind of dislike us. Yeah. I am not your friend. Do not get that confused with some other person who might be. Who I do not know. <laughs> you had your fingers up inside my coin return. Whoa! Welcome to Bad Role Models. We're like the Hulk Hogan of RPG podcast. Uh, early to mid-career Hulk Hogan, that is. like Not the Twilight years where he started suing everybody. In our ongoing quest to play early 80s RPGs in their first edition forms, which is our mission, we're still doing the pioneering superhero game Villains and Vigilantes, and our team of heroes is riding the subway today. It's an underground train system we found beneath the island of Dr. Apocalypse. So let's see if we have to put up with any delays. And as my voice begins to change, I am no longer your friend. I am the Game Master. Are you ready, heroes? Are you ready to plumb the depths of your own soul, no matter what lint or pocket change you may find down in there? Are you ready, heroes? Have you looked into the abyss and has the abyss looked back at you has it waved after you've waved to it has it pretended it didn't see you did it just walk away the abyss pretending like you never met before it might have i did hate it when abysses do that i do too now <laughs> we return to the game you four heroes and the cat, for some reason, are now... <laughs> are now at... Oh, Lacey Bridges. Are now in an undersea transportation hub, a veritable lobby leading to the doors of a transport tube Perhaps we will call it a subway, perhaps we will call it an undertube, perhaps we will call it some sort of hypertube, or maybe a mere supertube. But <laughs> it is there in front of you, filled with promise and mystery. It is yours for the making, heroes. What do you I do now? <laughs> to the Undertube capsule, the shuttle tube device <laughs> are open. You can see that there are 12 seats within this shuttle, even from where you are standing. Six of them well. are of monstrous proportions, enough to seat a 10 foot tall humanoid while another six are of proportions 
adequate to yourselves, normal foot tall humanoids. Let's let's take the tube. And I may need my there, your friend bitch which materializes out of thin air. Hey, how's it going? Right behind you. Uh, thin air. I was just right here in this maintenance. Um, I was checking out oh. the lights in this in this uh, maintenance compartment over here on this thing. I've Is been that... here this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Is, that a, Is that a grow room you started, bitch witch? <laughs> I mean, I thought about it, but. I don't have the hydroponics set up down here. All right. Um, but we'll see what they got at Dr. Apocalypse's lair after we take his sweet tube. Mm. Okay. Is there any kind of like map route map or anything or accessible anywhere? Yes, indeed. One of you is looking right. around, being curious, and indeed there is a map on the wall. It is in the crude abstract form of, say, the London tube system map, but far fewer stops are listed there. Okay. And for each stop, there is a machine-readable barcode, that strange new technology involving whites and black stripes and parallel lines of different thicknesses upon which a laser may pass and turn those stop stripey oh. things into numbers. Oh. Like card that we pilfered from the, from the busted robot. Oh, yeah. Right, I forgot, but thanks for remembering that. <laughs> so it may be that the card will take us to one place, but only one place. Or maybe the card works for everything. What were you going to say, uh, Bitchwitch? It depends on how much money is on it, I guess. I was going to say, it looks like a really cool trap, even if it is a trap. Yeah, I think we should you know, just experience the trap. Maybe we should just... You see no other card readers. Only the card reader that entered you into the elevator shaft. Oh, we took that card already. So Do we, we see any other doors? There's the door to the elevator, the way that you came, and there is the door that leads into the under-tube shuttle. Oh. Troy, do you have like, a card, like a, can you read those lines? What do you call it, barcode scanner? On your, your robotic person? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if I have that ability to sort of read these kinds of things. I don't know. <laughs> Download the app, Troy. <laughs> Done. <laughs> you getting a well. connection? So now you access your UPC reader app. <laughs> and you read you read the lines and you see that the lines One. correspond to actual human readable text beneath yes. the card readers. Yes. However, as a robot with enhanced vision, you can read those random 20 digits of serial number much faster than your pitiful human companions. 
So you've read of them all. <laughs> they are all 20-digit numbers, randomly assigned. Okay. Um, yes, they are all 20-digit okay. digit numbers, randomly assigned. Okay. That didn't help much. Sorry. That's okay. Appreciate FYI, broccoli is on sale for $1.49. <laughs> you can say, however, that there good. are 12... That's for four, that's for four bunches. That's a good deal, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, four bunches. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> there are 12 stops in a circuit and one stop, which is on a spur. Okay. All right. We're getting see, on. See if we see any controls, you know? Yes, there are controls accessible from one of the humanoid seating areas very well. There is a control panel in front of you. There are a number. There is, there is a keypad which upon which you can enter in Huh. A twenty-digit random number. Oh, okay, cool. So the so Troy will know which twenty-digit random number to use to get to each station. Yes. Yeah. Which so they would a spur. Which station okay. do you wish to go to? Uh, I I say we just go to the next one. <laughs> okay, that's a good start. What do you do now? Troy. We proceed to the next stop. Troy enters in the 20 digit number randomly. And when he presses the pound key, a light turns on and there's a chime. And you hear over the loudspeakers as the doors hiss closed. Welcome to the under tube system. I will be your computerized guide. You have what is your ten you seconds to strap yourselves to the seats of your appropriate size starting now. Everyone buckle up or you can hold on to me. I'm relatively massive. Ten. <laughs> nine. I will. Guess I'll strap eight, in. Seven. I guess I'll strap in. Six. Five, I strap in and light up. Four. <laughs> three. You're to your life. Two, open. <laughs> one. Are you strapped in, Troy? Yes. The speed, the speed at which the undertube shuttle accelerates is breathtaking. It presses you into the seats. Your straps Whoa. are the only things keeping you from smacking around inside the shuttle cabin like ping pong balls on speed. And then, and then seconds later, the deceleration is even more obnoxiously brutal, pressing you back in the other direction. And then the undertube shuttles gently 
lowers itself off of its magnetic cushion onto the platform in front of your next stop. And as we as as we get jerked around, we all just sort of like accidentally jostle into uh Mollusk Master and he makes this like sloppy wet jello sound like Yeah. I was telling you at the beginning I should take a road to myself. You know, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, well the doors of the Undertube shuttle hiss gently open. Thank you for riding the Undertube shuttle system. Welcome to your stop. Please leave. Now. Oh. Okay. Can we, can we see outside uh with the door open what do we see when the door opens as the door hisses open you see in front of you a tiled lobby a sort of anti-room a veritable subway station of sorts with an identical map of the undertube system on the wall and we should point out something I did not mention earlier. There is a console, just like in the previous station, on the wall with a single red button. At the end of the tube, there are a pair of doors, pair of elevator doors. I just to like summon a new, new uh, under tube of doom. Hmm. You think we should just uh, get out and wait for another one to get on, or? or uh, can we can we keep on this one? I don't yeah, think we have. Try to type in another code. Yeah, let's type in another code. Let's go to the spur. Yeah. Very well. Right. So, you, Troy, type in the twenty-digit random serial number for the undertube shuttle stop at the spur. And the doors hiss closed. Very well. You don't have to get out. I will simply take you to the next stop. I'm buckling back in just in case. You have ten <laughs> seconds before acceleration. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, I'm buckled in. four, three, two, one. Everybody's buckled in, yes. The acceleration again is brutal. And although it seems to be a longer distance you go this time and you can see the point where your shuttle zips from the main track to a slightly more tight track, a, a spur that comes that spreads from the main one and whoosh, as fast as you see it, it's gone. And again, the deceleration brutally pushes you against the straps and you come to another stop. And the shuttle slows and rests on its cradle and the doors hiss open. And beyond the doors, you see again another tiled lobby entrance. 
with an identical map of the Undertube system and an identical red call button. Now is a good time to exit the shuttle of the Undertube system. We have arrived. Can we see At into the, the room? You punched him. Can we see into the into the into the area that the? Yes, it's another lobby entrance. It is almost <clears throat> mechanically identical to the other ones you've seen. There is at the far end elevator doors. I I leave the shuttle. <laughs> I will too. As yeah. You, as you leave, the shuttle doors hiss closed, and it disappears in a flash. <laughs> so you hear the clink and grinding of elevator cables, and after a very long time, the elevator drops down right in front of you to the bottom of the shaft. The doors open, and inside is. An elevator. Mm. Is I guess it standing, or is it just kind of a bare? It is a fairly plain elevator. It looks exactly like the elevator that you were in before this. So I mm. guess I'm going to get in the elevator. Okay. Same here. I'll get in too. But, Master, I need to know, once again, what the hold music is. No. Is it different? <laughs> it is the San Jose, five day on Warwick. Yes. <laughs> as, you, as you go up the elevator, it goes. <laughs> and then the doors open again. What was that? And in front of you is an entirely different room. A room that you have not seen before. Okay. It is a secret control center. There is High five. A series of consoles against the wall, and there are many televisions all over that far wall, and you can see them blinking. There's Walter Cronkite talking on one of the televisions, a look of panic on his face. You can hear him burbling something about Dr. Apocalypse's death ray. You can see Dan Rather being rather rakish indeed. <laughs> In the office rocker, probably. Making no sense after all. There is... There is... There's, there's, Tom there's, there's another yeah. TV that just has Hulk Hogan talking about something. <laughs> all of the TVs are on and blinking. There are... Beneath that, a series of consoles 
with numbers and dials. There are teletype machines clicking. And there are two golden robots. Of course. Bent oh, no. over the ticker tape machines. Like reading, pulling out the Reading the tape as it spews forth. There's one of them clicking a Morse code device at an impossibly inhuman speed. Their backs are to, are to you right now. They do not see you. What do you... Th as if you look at it closely, although it has been described as a control room, it may be more accurate to call it a communications room. Uh, a what? A communications room, a nerve center of coordination. You can infer in the brief moment as the door is open and we are at a pause. We are at a stillness before events, before adventure. In this moment, you get the impression that these two ten-foot-tall golden robots are in fact coordinating a massive, deadly operation across the globe, perhaps even further, that they are, that this is the beating heart of Dr. Apocalypse's nefarious machinations, or perhaps machinations. Okay. So I'm going to hit the control panel, uh, G uh, Game Master. You grab your <laughs> onk, and you fire. Now, tell me, Katya, what does this look like? What does this... What does it look like when an Anka power strikes a telecommunications nerve center? And, uh, and, uh, from out of the onk comes a, uh, a rainbow colored shot of power that sounds a little bit like, um... The more you uh, know. What? The more <laughs> you know. The more you know. And, and a little bit like rain pitter-pattering across, across a roof. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, it's 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 almost pretty. Uh if it weren't also deadly. Deadly, yeah. Yes. As as pretty as it is silent but deadly. Now <laughs> Roll a D twenty, I believe, is for your damage. Eighteen. Very high. Very high. Bad. Very high. Very bad. Well, I got us into it now, but guys. Oops. Friends. <laughs> so your. Oopsie. So your onk of power strikes the console and the the delicate machined parts of the ticker tape machine blow everywhere. There is a. Flare of light 
as the screen that once showed the delightful face of Hulk Hogan burns out. There is a cathode ray tube that is that had been printing out messages going. The dot, dot matrix. The dot matrix. matrix machine catches on fire, and mm. then, okay. as the sparks fall, the two ten-foot-tall golden robots turn slowly to look at you over their shoulders. Everybody mm. now, roll for initiative. Oh no! And while you are doing that, you know what? This episode of Bad Role Models is brought to you by <laughs> Botanus Wipers, brand Witches Hot Chili. They are hot, 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 hot. I want some. <laughs> Bad Role Models are GM Matthew Bay, Jamie Manus is Troy, Kim Hill is Katya, Freddie Mercenary as Bitchwitch, Nikki Drayden as Blizzard, and me as She Wilson as Mollus Master. So as always, check out other podcasts we do, This Week in the Multiverse, and a fishing podcast called Last Cast Podcast, and Nikki Drayden and I write books. You can find more about hers at NikkiDrayden.com, or mine at SGWilson.net, or just check out Amazon, search for us. And meanwhile, stay tuned for our next step, Coming soon, you don't want to miss it. Otherwise, stay bad and keep on rolling.